Lawrence Health System, one of the region's leading health care providers, presents conversations with physicians, staff, and community partners. It's Lawrence Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. If you're thinking about getting pregnant or you already are, you probably know some of the basics about taking care of yourself and the baby. Don't smoke, don't drink, get your rest. But for more healthy pregnancy tips, my guest today is Dr. Heather Crawford. She's an obstetrician gynecologist at Our Lady of Lords Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Crawford. So let's start with your best bit of advice. If a woman is planning to get pregnant and she's thinking about it, what do you tell her she should do and how should she start? Yes. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I tried to summarize a healthy pregnancy with a fun, in a fun way using a pregnancy mnemonic. Um, so we're going to go through each letter and kind of talk about it quickly to kind of get an, a, a really brief idea of, of the best way to go about having a healthy pregnancy. So P for plan. Um, ideally, the first thing you want to do is you want to get in, you want to meet with a doctor, go over medications you may possibly be on. Um, you want to stop over-the-counter medications that may be harmful to the pregnancy. You want to stop herbal medications. and You just want to get a baseline clinical assessment. Um, I used the first three letters of pregnancy, pre, because it's a very important topic um, called pre-existing medical conditions. So a lot of people have a lot of medical issues aside from just being pregnant. So they have asthma, high blood pressure, diabetes, and you just want to make sure that those medical issues are very tightly controlled. Um, a lot of times when you're pregnant, these these medical conditions can either worsen or need to be um, altered or the medications need to be stopped and new medications need to be started that would be safer for the pregnancy. So that's very important. Um, G for gut. So that's weight gain. This is a very common question that I get um, from a lot of moms and it all goes to your BMI. So a normal BMI is between 18 and 25. And in that that population, you really only want to gain between 25 and 35 pounds. So if you're underweight, which definitely happens, at that if that person could maybe gain up to 40 pounds. If you're a little bit overweight with a BMI over 25, you should really only be gaining 15 to 25 pounds. Um, if you're obese with a BMI over 30 pounds, that person really could show only needs to gain 10 to 20 pounds with that pregnancy. So it's really about kind of figuring out where you are in the beginning and let's be safe and careful of how much we're gaining throughout the whole pregnancy. And again, it goes back to the P with plan and making sure that you're making, you're watching your weight gain as the pregnancy goes along. Also, your caloric intake only increases by 300 calories um, a day. So this whole saying that people are eating for two really isn't true. Um, it's really only one extra yogurt a day. So that's something to keep in the back of your mind. Also, I am all about you're making a human. Um, if you want to treat, treat yourself. I mean, you know, definitely have the donut, but just everything in moderation. And then we're going to go to N. So N, I talked about nesting with N because all pregnant moms typically do this at some point during the pregnancy. And this to me is just getting the environment that the baby's going to be in to be safe. So it's basically baby-proofing the house. Um, check for lead paint if, if homes are built in the 70s. They still do have lead paint on the doors and, and things like that. Um, Instill baby gates early. Do it now while you're pregnant. You have time. Don't wait for the babies to start to walk and then or, or and tumble and have a fall. Have the gates up while you're pregnant. And you kind of have time to look around and figure out where you want things. Um, this is also the, the time when I said stock up on the Tylenol and the, the, the thermometers, whatever the baby would need if you would need it once the baby's home. Um, also the car seat. Get the car seat ready. Have dad do that. That can be his thing, and he can set the car up so you're ready. So if you have a baby early or you need to go in for whatever reason, you have that car seat stress done. Okay, so A is for appetite. And basically, we already talked about weight gain, but this is to do with diet. And these are things to kind of to think about. Your, your diet has to change. 
one of the main things and why you would go back to the P for plan again is you would be, want to be at that planned visit. You want to start a multivitamin. Um, you want to make sure that you have fully, folic acid in addition to the multivitamin, about 400 MCGs a day. Typically and ideally, this would be starting a whole month before you're pregnant. That always doesn't happen, and that's okay. Um, but as long as you get that multivitamin in your diet, incorporate it throughout the pregnancy, you're okay. Um, you also want to remove raw meats and undercooked meats. Um, you want to avoid certain fish with high mercury, and some of those fish are shark and swordfish and king mackerel, tilefish. Those are fish you want to keep out of your diet. Um, caffeine, this was a big one for me when I was pregnant. Um, you have to limit that to about one to two cups a day. And my rule of thumb is, is I tell patients, okay, well, you, only, every, you can have your one cup of coffee, but try to replenish the water in your system by two. So one to two ratio if you have a caffeine or caffeinated beverage during pregnancy. Also, with the, with the A, with the appetite, just make sure that all your foods are washed and cleaned and just typically stay with the natural, vibrant colored vegetables um, in nature, usually the good nutritious ones. So keep with that, keep them clean and fresh and you're good. Um, N was needles to me, um, and that was going back to vaccines. So you want to make sure when you go and your visit that all your vaccines are up to date before the pregnancy. Not a big deal if you can't get there or you already are pregnant, but just know in mind that these are something that we want to, if we can, if you're planning on getting pregnant, you would go and get your get vaccinated. If you get um, infected by a disease and you're not vaccinated for it, you, not only you, but your baby could also be affected by the disease. Um, C is cocktails. That was my that was the funnest thing I could think of to talk about drinking because basically you have to stop. You have to stop drinking. You have to stop doing any kind of drugs, and you really have to stop smoking. Um, the first 10 weeks especially is when organogenesis is, is happening with the baby, and that's the most critical time for fetal growth. So that first couple weeks, so the first 10 weeks is very important, and you have to stop and limit all of your drinking alcohol drugs. Um, and why is the best way I could bring in mental health? Because it's why for yourself. Um, this is a life-changing event for a mom, and they really have to be mentally ready, I think. There's a, a stigma, and I'm passionate about it, because there's a stigma around moms feeling sad. New moms, everyone thinks that new moms should not feel sad, but that really isn't the case. About 15% of all moms have some degree of depression and sadness after they have the baby, and they're afraid to tell anybody. So what I tell moms with this mental health issue is that they should start a rapport, get a rapport with the doctor, Get a safe place that you feel that you could um, tell somebody anything that you felt you needed to tell them and just feel safe and know that, that there's no judgment. And the first place, I would say, would be go to your doctor. Um, I can't tell you how many patients I've seen and they've come here for small little issues. When we start talking, they'll just break down and cry because they just they feel for the first time that they have a place that they can open up and talk about this. Once you talk about it, it's out there. We're here. We want to help you. Um, come to Lady of Lourdes. That's what we're here for. We want to help you. So then let's give one of the E's that you used didn't include exercise. And I'm wondering what you tell. I could have put that in my pre-RE, yes. You could have. And so what do you tell women? Because ACOG suggests that if you have never been an exerciser, being pregnant is not the time to start a whole hard routine. But if you have, you can keep it up or do something just a little tailored to yourself. So speak about what you tell your patients about exercising during pregnancy. I say it's definitely a good thing to get up and walk around and move. Um, I don't think, and I agree, that you definitely shouldn't start anything new when you're pregnant. Um, you shouldn't start weightlifting when you're, when you're first pregnant. This is something that it, walking and being active is great, but I would not start a new regimen. If you already have a huge regimen, sometimes, not all the time, that we do have to decrease it a little bit depending on how the, the pregnancy is going. But overall, just being active and out there and walking is, 
is the best thing you can do. And what about things that happen to women while they're pregnant? You know, we get stretch marks, we leak a little bit. Right. Do you tell women to practice Kegel exercises or to use any creams on their belly? What about those things? You know, the cream thing, it really isn't, there isn't anything that's been proven that one cream over another is going to decrease the stretch mark. I'll be honest, it, it is genetic. It seems like if somebody in your family has stretch marks, typically you would get them. Um, there's nothing that we can do to, to stop it. I mean, I think moisturize yourself, be, be moisturized, but there isn't one specific thing out there that's going to make it not happen. Um, Kegels, I, I say go for it. Do your Kegels when you're going to the bathroom in the morning. When you go to pee, you know, that's when you, that's the best time to, to practice your Kegels. Um, that's always going to help you, pregnant and not pregnant, just as a gynecologist. That would be my advice for that. And what about things like sunscreen when you're pregnant, your skin could be more sensitive to sunlight, so you're more prone um, to sunburn. What do you tell people? Again, honestly, sunscreen is just an overall important thing to use every day, um, pregnant or non-pregnant. I would, I just, we recommend that to everybody all the time. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you a little bit of a curveball because sure. we're hearing a lot about Zika, and yes. women are afraid of DEET if they're pregnant. Yes. And so, what do they do? How do they walk that line between insect repellent and worrying about things like Zika? We're just telling patients to avoid areas with known mosquito transmission of Zika to adhere to all mosquito protective measures, that's including DEET, um, and to protect against sexual transmission of Zika as well. So as long as you adhere to those measures, um, you can always ask a doctor any questions you have, or you can always refer back to the CDC website. So wrap it up for us with your best advice, Dr. Crawford, about that healthy pregnancy, including exercise, healthy eating, prenatal vitamins, and a woman taking care of her own mental health so that when she gives birth, she can then be the caregiver that we know all women are, but we need to put on our own masks first. So what do you want to tell women about the importance of taking care of themselves when they're planning to or becoming pregnant and Our Lady of Lourdes Medical Center? I would definitely say have a plan and know that you're not alone. Have a place and rapport with a physician that you know you can come and talk to that person. Have a support system ready before and during your pregnancy so they are there and, and know that um, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be stressed and it's okay to be tired. And as long as you have that system of support, that we're all here to help you. Um, please come here. I'm here to help you. I've given people my, my, my times when I'm here and they've come here just to speak with me. Um, we're here, that's our job, and that's what we want to do. Just get that relationship with somebody, and you will be better off. Um, and it can go on a spectrum where you may need just a little bit of support versus you might need to have a little bit of medication, and either way is fine. And you just have to know that it is okay, and that's what we're here for. Thank you so much, Dr. Crawford, for such great information. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.